what's the neocortex? The neocortex is the uh, part of the brain where you're dealing with critical thinking. Okay. And it doesn't take orders. Got and it. That is a, actually exactly why Neo is Neo in the Matrix, mm. because he is operating out of his neocortex, not his reptilian carnal brain. Yeah. So he's able to harvest and process all the information. Welcome back to the show, guys. I got with me an interesting guest for you guys today. I have a philosopher coming on the show today, Isaac Chacon. How's it going? Great. It's going great. Thanks for having me on, Sean. Yeah, man. I went through your content and you talk a lot lot about interesting topics and you have a very unique perspective on a lot of things. So I'm excited to get to know you today. Yeah, man. I'm blessed. Yeah. So how did you get down this journey of kind of your, I would say, against the matrix almost? That's, I like that. <laughs> um, I had the matrix exposed to me. I had a very spiritual awakening around 25 years old and started to feel radiation from my phone, started to see the world a little bit differently and start using my intuition contrary to just listening to orders. And um, that's what made me realize that this matrix is built on orders mm. and people following instruction. And um, I started to use my neocortex and some critical thinking contrary mm. to just my reptilian brain and listening to orders. What's the neocortex? The neocortex is the uh, part of the brain where you're dealing with critical thinking. Okay. And it doesn't take orders. It doesn't deal with orders. Um, it will listen to them, but it will examine them and see what the best option is for not just them, but the best of everyone. Got and it. That is a, actually exactly why Neo is Neo in the Matrix, mm. because he is operating out of his neocortex, not his reptilian carnal brain. Yeah. So he's able to harvest and process all the information make the proper move right so you would say a lot of people are more on the other side where they're not making their own decisions and moves yeah most people are operating out of the root chakra in the reptilian brain right. stuck in fear and guilt and shame and very predatorial primitive actions and do you think that's by design or just lack of knowledge uh yeah but the lack of knowledge is by design right because the knowledge is is not perpetuated the way that ignorance is. Ignorance is perpetuated in this society currently, in this incarnation, in this consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, people are, uh, by design, acting more carnally, more primitive, right. more reptilian. So when you went down this path of spiritual awakening, what was it like trying to get your family to convert them, your friends? Like, was there a lot of doubt? Uh, very difficult. It was very difficult. I received much resistance, still received resistance to this day. But what I realized is that, you know, just like the quote says, you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. I couldn't change anybody for them. Mm-hmm. If my lifestyle could inspire them, great. If not, great. It's not for me to try and change people. It's for me to embody these philosophies. Right. So you didn't get too upset over it. You understood that when it's their time, it's their time, basically. Exactly. Yes. When it's their time, it's their time. Yeah. You mentioned EMF radiation earlier and how you were physically feeling it. So how damaging is EMF actually? Very damaging. Um, It's causing everything from cancer to acidic thoughts, just, you know, really not allowing the body to be functioning the way that it's designed to be functioning. I mean, Mm. you got blood clots in people now just simply because of radiation being, really? being by over uh, radioactive areas, whether it's um, the Wi-Fi in their house or uh, these me- these smart meters that are outside of our homes or mm-hmm. things like that. You know, being by too much radiation, you can cause a blood clot Gee. in our blood, which is why things like grounding, things like anti-EMF activity cleans the blood and the blood can flow properly. Yeah, so everyone, pretty much everyone in America has Wi-Fi at their home. So what is the way to sort of limit that exposure? 
grounding as much as possible. So barefoot outside. Barefoot, foot to the dirt. Not just grass, but to the dirt. dirt. Okay. Dirt. The dirt is has more electricity to it. You know, we are electrical beings mm-hmm. first before we are physical. Right. So getting ourselves grounded into the motherboard, which is Mother Earth, that's the motherboard. And that's how we stay connected as electrical beings because we are interdependent upon this mm-hmm. motherboard, which is why we call it Mother Earth. Mm. So being as plugged into that motherboard will help us be harmonious contrary to static. Right. I like that. The average American is in a very static frequency because we are over-radiated. Hmm. And that's due to EMF? EMFs, yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. What about these theories I see online about 5G, 5G towers? Yeah, 5G towers. Um, you know, 5G towers are just unnatural to the human system. Again, it's, we're just completely over-radiated by them. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen some crazy things where they're just so toxic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely Damn, toxic. That's scary. Yeah. Another thing I want to dive into is uh, microplastics. I mean, I see that everywhere. How bad are these actually getting? So bad that they're in women's breast milk. It's in our blood. It's in <laughs> the ice in Antarctica. Uh, it's, what? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's yeah. in the ice in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. They found microplastics in ice in Antarctica. Likewise, though, with with glyphosate, pesticides, parasites, microplastics, and phthalates, these are the four real culprits that has really physically um, dumbed down the ability of the human system to be functioning properly. Mm. These microplastics, these phthalates in the polyester, the pesticides in the food, Mm -hmm. and the parasites that come with all of the above. Dude, it's scary, man. I just stopped uh, microwaving anything with plastic. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I was doing it for 20 years, though, so the compound effect of that's not good. The compound effect of that is not good, but, you know, um, you were operating at the best of your ability, you know, so you were having alkaline thoughts about this acidic action. Mm -hmm. And so, in a way, you were protecting yourself by Mm. operating unconsciously, right, because you were doing it unconsciously, which is still, in a way, alkaline. Yeah. But now that you know better, you're doing better. And so your system is going to function in alignment with what your thoughts are. Yeah. You have a lot of interesting perspectives on diet. I know you're vegan now. So how long have you been vegan? Yes, I've been vegan for six years. Six years. And one of the things that impressed me with that is your testosterone levels. Because when you think of vegans, you think of vegetarians, you think kind of low testosterone. But yours was 956, right? 920. 920, which is almost double mine, which is crazy. So I got to know. How did you get your testosterone that high? Um, I credit my testosterone. Well, you know what? Uh, the, the what actually is, is never as important as the why. Mm. And the why we just ad- addressed. The why is the things like microplastics, the things like pesticides, the things like these phthalates, not just in our clothes, and our polyester, but in the shampoo, in, in literally everything that we touch to our skin. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these phthalates and these microplastics can all seep into our lymphatic system, throw off our digestive system, then throwing off our hormones. Mm. And so that's the culprit first. We have to be aware of the culprit first and stop the culprit. Right. And then in addition to that, supplement with organic whole food supplements, not synthetic vitamins. Synthetic vitamins will put a Band-Aid on the problem, but it won't get to the root of mm. the issue. Synthetic vitamins will give you some fruit, but it will not heal the root. Healing the root is dropping all the toxins, number one. Number two, 
supplementing with organic whole food supplements, number one, like Shilajit, mm-hmm. which means the destroyer of all weakness. Yeah. These Hindus, these yogis in the Himalayas have been using this for thousands of years. Some of them living over 150 years plus, living off of like fruit and shilajit. That's it? Seriously. Wow, I just ordered some yesterday after I saw your video on it. Brilliant. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. Excited for you to get some, man. You're going to love it. Yeah. yeah, I'm pumped, man. So shilajit is called the destroyer of all weakness. Um, it was found by these monkeys, actually. These monkeys were getting it first. They were harvesting it. They were like going to these in absolutely insane areas in the Himalayas that these yogis couldn't reach. Mm-hmm. And these yogis are like, why are these monkeys going up to this area, like, licking this black goo, and then coming down extra jacked, extra excited, extra mm. fired up? Well, they, real, they realized they need some of this black goo. So they went and scaled and got some of this black goo itself themselves as well and uh, got all the benefits of shilajit afterwards. Wow. So, so it's monkeys. a naturally growing substance? Yes, it's a, it's a natural compound substance of um, humic acid and fulvic acid mm. wrapped around 87 natural plant compound minerals. Wow, that's powerful. It's, uh, you know, kind of the same way that um, um, composting happens, you know, pr- will produce ful- fulvic and humic acid in our soil. Yeah. It's the same concept. You know, when you're composting all of these foods together, you're going to have all of these minerals and vitamins together, and then it's going to create this fulvic acid mm. environment in your soil. Interesting. Yeah. So. so when someone has takes a blood test and has vitamin deficiencies, you'd rather take shilajit and CMOS over synthetic vitamins, basically? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's what they tell you to take. Yeah. Most yeah. doctors. Well, you know, most doctors are not looking to heal. Mm-hmm. A, a patient cured is a uh, customer lost. Right. Yeah, so the Western medical system is not built for the consumer's best interest. No, certainly not. No. Yeah. They're, they're not dealing with healing. My roommate is actually, um, he's, he's a med student right now, and he tells me all the time about how much he hates the American medical system. Wow. Uh, because he knows that you know, most of these doctors will just write you a prescription and then not deal with you again until you need more of that prescription. Yeah. <laughs> not tell not, you any lifestyle changes, not give you any clues about nope. how to live better or anything. They're not making money off the referral, then... They don't really care otherwise. Bingo, bingo. Um, so in terms of like dieting, the standard American diet I saw you're not a fan of, right? It, no, definitely not a fan. Do you mind if I finish the last oh, uh, yeah, two supplements ahead. about testosterone? Yeah, so number one, shilajit. Number two, sea moss. Sea moss has 92 of the body's 102 minerals. So it's the most mineral-dense plant on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so often many people think that we need to be taking fish oils and all of these different things that – uh, you can get from seafood. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't need what the seafood, you don't need the sea, seafood, you don't need the fish, you need what the fish are eating. Right. The fish are eating this moss. The fish are getting this taurine from this moss as well. That's another thing that will allow somebody who is vegan or plant-based to thrive on a vegan plant-based lifestyle is mm-hmm. taking sea moss because of the taurine is an essential amino acid that you need to you know, have good muscle recovery, mm-hmm. grow bigger muscles, uh, rebuild that muscle tissue. Taurine is a very essential amino acid for that, especially mm-hmm. for males. So that's number two. And then number three, probably the most powerful one when it comes to testosterone because it's literally like inoculating yourself with testosterone, and that's pine pollen. Mm. Um, its uh, literal plant name is Pinus, which is hilarious the way it <laughs> sounds. <laughs> it's Pinus masoniana. And uh, pine pollen is, like I said, yeah, it has so many and- androgynous compounds in it. It's basically like juicing like taking gear but you're not taking gear it's it's you know god's gear Mm. it's it's the pollen of a pine tree and it is rich in every amino acid that you need wow um l-tyrosine 
all those amino acids I just mentioned as well, mm -hmm. uh, arginine, citrulline. What if you have allergies, though? Um, if you have allergies, I have not found anyone that has a pollen allergy to struggle with pine pollen. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, there's something to this pine pollen that I think that doesn't cause a reaction to anyone because of its, it's so nutrient-dense that mm. the system just absorbs it. It has over 200 uh, bioactive compounds, rich Whoa. in vitamin D as well. That vitamin D, many people think that vitamin D is just a, a vitamin. It's not a vitamin. It's a, a hormone. Mm. So taking pine pollen will handle your vitamin D deficiencies. It'll handle your amino acid deficiencies if you have some as a vegan, mm -hmm. which many people who go vegan and then reverse their lifestyle, they do so because they have amino acid deficiencies. Right. So yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. I'm going to order that because I actually had a vitamin D deficiency. Yeah, you're going to get naturally occurring vitamin D and 2, D, uh, D, D3 and 2 nice. in the pine pollen. Nice, I'll definitely get that. Naturally yeah, occurring, though. Going back to the standard American diet, like the typical pyramid, mm. they show us when we're like six years old and we just follow it blindly. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, like I said, you know, uh, like, like you said, we follow it blindly. You know, the average American is overfed and undernourished. Mm. And so because they are overfed and undernourished, they are constantly thinking in terms of I need more calories, I need more macros. And that's not handling the issues. The issues are in the micronutrients. Mm -hmm. When we're dealing with the micronutrients, that's when we're dealing with the electricity. Because we are carbon. Mm. We are electrical beings first, again, then physical. Which is why you get that electrical charge from things like CMOS, from things like shilajit, from mm -hmm. things like pine pollen. Because these are electrical before they're physical. Right. So they charge us first, then give us that, um, that, that physical juice that we need. But again, Americans are overfed and undernourished with just constant calories, blood and starch. And so they're naturally creating an acidic environment in the system that is designed to be alkaline. And, you know, Dr. Sebi has made a great name for the alkaline diet. Um, props to him and his family and everything they have done for the entire alkaline community. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm saying is, is that when we're dealing with the standard American diet, it's overly acidic. Right. And so that's why the alkaline diet has gained so much steam in the last 10, 15 years. I'm not saying that every single person needs to be on the alkaline diet. I can't say that for every single person. Mm -hmm. I, I know better. But what I can say is that you should lean more alkaline than you do acidic because most people in this lifestyle, in this society, are having acidic food, acidic thoughts, acidic actions, and they wonder why they're unhealthy. They wonder why they don't have energy. They wonder why their testosterone's low. They wonder why their libido's low. They wonder why all of these things aren't reaching their human potential of what's possible, what they see someone else doing on TV. Mm -hmm. Well, it's because they're running on regular unleaded fuel contrary to premium. Right. And, you know, the body is a vehicle. The yeah. body needs premium fuel. You yeah. Know, you were given a Bugatti in this, in this uh, beautiful life that we have. Mm -hmm. But how you fuel that Bugatti will determine how it runs. Right. Yeah, because your food becomes your thoughts, right? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, people don't real connect the dots there that what you eat is how you think. Absolutely. Yeah. Going back to the alkaline stuff, I'm seeing mixed reviews on alkaline uh, water. Yeah. What are your thoughts on if that's good or bad for you? Yeah, so again, um, you don't want to cause alkalosis. You don't want to cause acidosis. You want to have a balanced pH in the body. So... Mm -hmm. I will uh, go back and forth between um, having 9.0 pH Kangen water mm -hmm. in addition to some cell food drops on top of that. I just add some more oxygen and hydrogen into the water. 
Um, because it's a body that is pH balanced and well oxygenated where disease cannot thrive. Right. But you got to have both. So there's drops that add oxygen? Yes. Oh, that's cool. It's called cell food. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Really inexpensive product too. Affordable for everyone. Nice. Um, brilliant. It's mobile. You can take it wherever you go. Um, and so, the, you know, uh, oxygenation is very, very important. It's just as important as the pH balance is. Mm -hmm. So focusing on this pH, uh, focusing on this oxygenation is as important as the alkaline um, water. But at the same time, yeah, these bottled water bottles that are saying that they're alkaline, essential, so on and so forth. You know, number one, these bottles are not BPA-free, so you're getting microplastics, right. number one. Number two, they probably just added baking soda into the water. <laughs> so it's not the same electrical charge as you're going to get from something like a K8, mm. from something like a Kangen machine, something like a Tyant, you know, these water ionizers. Wow, because I've been paying so much extra for those Essentia's and all those alkaline waters, but that's oh. probably not the best move. Nah, bro, you will save so much money just getting yourself a Kangen. How much are those? Um, they, they range anywhere between three to five grand. Okay. But you know, um, it's an entire water system in your home. It can yeah. handle all your cleaning water that you need. It can handle all your pesticide washing water that you need, all your drinking water that you need. Oh, that's cool. So even the shower, cause people are showering in toxic water. Too. Absolutely. They do. They do have a shower filter as yeah. well called the Anespa. Yeah. That's the one thing you don't cheap out on. Cause I'm seeing uh Brita get sued right now for not being able to fully, I guess, convert all the toxic stuff. Mm, so, okay. but if you're paying extra, I'm sure they're actually great quality. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to talk about the parasite stuff. You post a lot about this. Yeah. Um, people are getting a ton of parasites from meat and seafood mainly, right? Mm. How do you know if you have parasites and how do you cleanse yourself if you do? You know, if you have any form of an autoimmune disease, you have a parasite. Mm. Um, the saying goes, if you have a pulse, you have a parasite. <laughs> and it's really true because so many of us have been very easily exposed to parasites. And they come not just from red meats and seafood. Yes, seafood, fish. Um, yes, but also unclean water. Mm. Also, going and playing in unclean water. Let's say that you're in, you know, yes, a third world country possibly, but that, that water is not that clean and you come back to America. Well, maybe you got an amoeba while you were in that water mm. and maybe that's what threw off your digestive system. So you just want to be careful with where you are placing yourself and, um, you know, you don't want to be the monk that's constantly scared to touch everything and go anywhere, right? But you definitely want to be conscious with where you are placing yourself around. Now, microbes are everywhere. We, we are one of the tenth to the amount of microbes that are in our body. Microbes are mainly running our body, not us. Mm. That's number one. Number, so we're, we're never going to avoid microbes. Mm -hmm. But having parasitic microbes that are only taking and not giving, you see, our probiotics are giving because they eat and then they send the nutrients to where it needs to be in the body. Mm -hmm. But the parasites are only taking. And then they're peeping and pooing and pooping inside of us, causing more acidosis in the body. Mm controlling your thoughts, controlling your emotions, controlling your cravings. And so to avoid these things, you want to avoid unclean water. You want to avoid unwashed produce. You want to wash your produce, mm. even if it's organic. I don't care if it's organic. You still want to wash it. You can, you can have organic celery, but if you don't wash your celery, there might be some parasites in there. Wow. There might be some parasites in your strawberries. There might be some parasites in your raspberries. Just wash them. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Then, um, yeah, clean, uh, cleanse seasonally. So... Um, either once a year or maybe even twice a year 
or literally with every change of the season, do a parasite cleanse. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't last longer than a month. And it's just these herbs that you take, specifically like black walnut, clove, and wormwood together, which really the eggs, Mm -hmm. the colonies, and their parasites. Because if you one, but you leave the other behind, you're just going to let those eggs hatch and have more parasites. So you want to handle all of them. That's great information, man. Yeah, I did a cleanse first time this year and felt a lot better after, to be honest. Brilliant. Yeah. Did you see anything come out? <laughs> I was too scared to look, to be honest. I don't blame, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> but I've seen some crazy videos, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary, man. And a lot of people have them and they don't even know. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, vegans face this criticism in terms of protein intake, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you get comments and stuff. How are you um, eating the proper amount of protein right now? Yeah, so two things that handle my protein. Number one is this... Uh, product called Super Amino 23. It's pre-digested vegan protein. It goes straight to the muscles within 23 minutes. Wow. It's from the master amino acid pattern. Anybody watching this can look this up. The master amino acid pattern. Um, Purium has has a um, we have it, we have a deal with this company to where we are only we are the only ones allowed to sell it. And basically, what it is is. It's your nine essential amino acids going straight to the blood within to the working muscle within 23 minutes. That's why it's called Super Amino 23. And there's dialysis patients who literally can't move or exercise, right? And they're on their hospital bed. They can't do anything to attain and maintain their mm-hmm. muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Well, they are administered the master amino acid pattern while on dialysis to make sure that they maintain their muscle mass. So hospitals use this number one, but we are allowed to sell it. And so for many of the vegans and vegetarians or people who are plant-based and they're considering adding flesh back into their lifestyle, but they don't want to deal with the uh, uh, moral weight that they may deal with going back to something that they told themselves that they would never do again, like consuming flesh. Just take Super Amino 23 and it'll handle your amino acid needs, Mm. especially if you're exercising. If you're exercising, you pop 10 of these things before your workout, you will have one of the best exercises you've ever had in your life. Oh, it's 10 pills you got to take every day? Take five minimum. Okay. But before an exercise, I take 10. Okay. You'll hit some PRs. Nice. I'll try it out for sure. Yeah. Before we touch up on astrology, I wanted to ask about gut health. You talk about the importance of it. A lot of people don't even know they have gut issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, it's those four main culprits, the pesticides, the parasites, the microplastics. And it's very simple. When you look at um, a dam in a river, right? What does this dam do? This dam stops the river from flowing. Mm-hmm. Bad gut health is simply you have a dam in your river. You remove the dam, the river will flow properly. Mm-hmm. The same way that we need an oil change every you know, three months, 1,000 miles, whatever it is, you should probably do a colon cleanse. Mm. Give your body a break from having to digest cooked foods all the time or even just heavy, dense foods. Wow. You know, because the body has to work three times harder on cooked foods than it does raw foods. Really? The moment that you cook them, you kill the enzymes. Whoa. And that is the symbiotic relationship that we have with food that will help the digestion process is these enzymes. Hmm. That's what makes raw food superior to cooked food because raw is the sun god, raw. It has the frequency of the sun, mm-hmm. raw, still intact to it so that we can synergistically digest it easily, mm. which is why you can eat strawberries, berries, bananas, whatever it is, and have energy immediately because of those enzymes that makes sense man i love fruit <laughs> yeah fruit love fruit is the most electrical um uh, food on the planet yeah. behind behind i gotta be honest fungi fungi yeah that's mushroom right yeah, yeah yeah i love mushrooms too but in terms of like fruit and vegetables are you only eating organic yes yes yeah well, well uh 
90%. Okay, to be honest, for example, if you have no access to some organic bananas, you'll be okay having some inorganic bananas. Why? Because the peel is strong enough to where the pesticides will not leak through it. Mm. Berries, though, not going to do it. Never going to have an inorganic berry. Right. I saw Gary Brecker say that yeah, on the yeah. same show. Same thing, because they're going to absorb everything yeah. regardless. You also studied astrology extensively. What have been sort of your takeaways there? Like, do you believe in all that stuff, the zodiac signs and all that? Absolutely. Um, and it's not something to believe into. Um, it's something that either you know or don't know. You know, I don't believe that I can speak the English language. Mm-hmm. I know the English language. Right. So I don't believe in astrology. I know astrology. It's a language that either you know or you don't know. Mm-hmm. And they tie into health. It ties into gut health. It ties into um, how we live on a daily basis. Because it, it's a part, it shows a part of our interdependence with Mother Earth. Um, Hippocrates, the father of Western medicine, once said, the physician without the knowledge of astrology has no right to call himself a physician. Mm-hmm. He's a father of Western medicine. Right. Every single doctor and nurse and anyone in Western medicine, they have to take what's called the Hippocratic Oath mm-hmm. before getting into Western medicine at all. Mm. But they forget that this guy was administering natal charts to every single one of his patients which is a birth chart by the way uh to every single one of his patients before he ever told them what to do because he needed to find out their needs first and that's what looking at your natal chart does so how can you access your natal chart does everyone have one everyone has one yeah you need to know your birth time date and place the time is very very important because that will change where all of your house placements are Really? And it will change, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll change just about everything about, about who you are. You can find out where the planets were um, on the day that you were born without your time, but you will not know your house placements and you will not know your rising sign. Mm. So you will not know your structure of how your body is built, number one, which is your rising sign. Mm-hmm. And you will not know the filter in which the world sees you through, which is your rising sign. What is a house placement? So the strongest houses in all of astrology um, are the first, tenth, seventh, and fourth houses. Okay. The first house is the house of self. It's the house that where everyone's rising sign is. For example, I'm a rising sign Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So everyone sees me through the filter of an Aquarian filter. Mm. I have an Aquarian type structure to me. It's even it even looks with how my body is built. Um, and you know if you take Two people who have the same exact traits, the same uh, skill sets, and the same disabilities, you could say, and you raise one of them in a good house with loving parents, and you know these parents are going to pour into them and you know, do everything they can to make sure their kid succeeds, and then you take this other kid that uh, is in a bad house, and, and his parents didn't love him or her, um, didn't show them affection, didn't show them attention, didn't give them the skills that they needed to survive or, and thrive, right? They're going to perform differently. Mm-hmm. And that is the difference between having your planets and the strong houses, <laughs> mm-hmm. one, ten, seven, and four, contrary to, uh, you know, more detrimental houses. Right. So you believe certain zodiac signs get along with other signs better and worse? Absolutely. Like absolutely. There's enemies and then there's allies. Well, you know, every, <clears throat> a truly evolved um, sign, which is every sign, whatever, whatever sign that you, that you are, um, someone who is truly evolved within that sign, they can see through the differences of that. But if you are playing to your weaknesses, um, so, so for example, an unevolved Leo is going to be someone who is going to be very needy with attention. They're mm-hmm. going to need attention all the time. They're going to want to have everyone always looking at them and thinking, me, 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 me. 
and they're also going to lord over people, and they're also going to be natural leaders, but they're going to do it for uh, their own good, not their people's good. Mm -hmm. Whereas an evolved Leo is someone who is pouring into the people. They're a natural Leo as well, but they're not trying to get all the attention on them. They're trying to put attention on what will add value to all of the people. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. I want to close off with, uh, with a little banger. Sure. Do you believe the earth is flat? I know the earth is flat. Seriously? Uh, astrology and flat earth or true earth are symbiotic. You cannot have one without the other. Um, if you have a ball and you are spinning, flying through space, chasing this fireball, your constellations would change every now and then. Hmm. Um, and our constellations have never changed. The stars have never changed. What we've seen have never changed. We have the same 12 zodiac signs that we had back in the Dendera stones mm -hmm. in Egypt over 5,000 years ago. This is dated 5,000 years ago, but it's really older, the Dendera right. stone. And <clears throat> why is that? Because the ancients knew that we're not moving. And every single ancient society knew this, the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Hindus, the Egyptians, every single ancient culture knew that we live in a geocentric universe. Hmm. Not a heliocentric where we are spinning, chasing this ball of fire while all of these other planets are rotating around us, while all of these other stars are rotating around us. If that was the case, Polaris would move, number one, which is the North Star, and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. It never moves. Number one. Number two, all of the constellations would not rotate solely around Polaris, but mm. they do. Therefore, Polaris being the North Star has all the constellations rotating around it directly above us. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we are the center of the universe. Wow. And that makes us much more important when it comes to a creation type perspective, right? Because you know, nihilism and um, believing in the Big Bang Theory is something that is very common today where yep. people think that we're just an accident and, you know, we're the product of an accident and, that you know, we don't have a creator. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just here to consume and live our best life and not live up to our potential. But if you're the center of the universe, um, that means that you're very special. That means that you have a creator who is very conscious and cares about you and does want to see you live up to your best potential mm. and when you see yourself as being watched by these heavenly bodies above you 24 7 you start to take your life a little bit more seriously as wow. well as how you're acting in this world a little bit more seriously and you will start to see this world as something that you are a steward over contrary to something that you are trying to lord over wow which is the problem with much of humanity much of humanity is trying to beat nature into existence and that can't happen. Yeah. You can't beat a, a river into a submission. You have to submit to its current mm -hmm. and flow with its power. Love that, man. Super powerful. Isaac, it's been a great episode. Anything you want to promote or close off with? Um, no, not necessarily. I, I really appreciate you having me on. And I just want to tell everyone out there that, you know, if you think that, um, number one, you're not special, number two, uh, you, are, you are very special. You have much more... Um, gifts in this life than you think that you uh, maybe do not have and I encourage you to find out what those gifts are maybe not reach out to me but reach out to your local astrologer and get yourself an astrology reading uh, to find out what your highest skill sets in this life could be and what some of your uh, disabilities that you can um, 
not run away from, but just not play to those weaknesses. So you can play to your strengths and, and, and shy away from your weaknesses, number one. But number two, if you are someone who is plant-based and considering ever putting flesh back into your mouth again, realize that you need to just look wider, okay? Um, if you haven't dealt with your gut health and your nutrient absorption, handle that because it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb, mm. number one. Number two, really find out what these superfoods can do. If you haven't tried CMOS yet, try CMOS. If you haven't tried pine pollen yet, try pine pollen. If you haven't tried shilajit yet, try shilajit. If you try all of these things, you do a parasite cleanse, you do a pesticide cleanse, you handle uh, heavy metals, and you get rid of these things, these toxins that have built up a dam in your river. If you do all of these things and still decide that you need to have um, animal flesh again, okay, then that's on you. But I believe that people who are giving up uh, what was once a moral decision to go back into survival mode and living off of animal products again, you know, you're, you haven't quite tried your hardest in going wild. I say that because, you know, the average American is living off of three different animals. And we have over 80,000 different fruits and vegetables in this world. That's not even including fungi. Go wild. Love it. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for coming on, Isaac. See you next time, and I'll see you guys later.